Welcome to Dependus Blaming. This is Jen. And Veronica. Hey, Veronica. Hi, Jen. How's it going? <laughs> um, it's so good. I'm going to let everyone know that I, I actually get to see Veronica's face this week because Yay. I have Wi-Fi. <laughs> you aren't missing out on anything. It's not much. There's not much to look at, so... <laughs> that's not true i miss your face so much i used to see your face like every day and now i don't get to see it like ever i know anymore. i know you used to sit right across from me as we were doing this i know thanks covid you're still kind of sitting across from me like you're across the table just in a different format smaller and right in the there screen. yeah yeah. There you are. You're just square. <laughs> You're just a square in yeah. front of me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode of Dependus Planning. We are very excited that you're here listening to us. We have some fun stuff to tell you. Well, oh, some yeah. fun stuff and then some sad stuff. But entertaining either way. Because true crime is entertaining. If I do say so myself. We just got Hulu now with the Wi-Fi. And oh my true crime heart is so happy right now with all of the murder stories. I know, right? (laughs) It's addicting. I myself am addicted to a 600-pound life. Oh, yeah. I have to get into that one then too. Yeah. It's so sad. But I'm so happy, you know, with the end results and... And their their journey and their achievements. It's so cool. It's so cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. I mean, that's amazing. I used to watch those shows too. Uh, I don't even remember now. It's been so long since I've had real cable. But anything that was on like Lifetime or TLC that was uh, whatever, uh, whatever you call it, reality TV, mm-hmm. just... Not the Kardashians, not the Kardashian type <laughs> reality TV. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You don't like watching the Kardashians? Mm, no, my old self does not enjoy their stuck-up, uh, whatever, words. Oh, my God, words. <laughs> I can't, I, I'm just, they're entitled selves is what I mm-hmm. think of them as. Like, some of them are okay and, you know, maybe live better lives, but the way they portray, uh, oh, my God, Jen, again, words. <laughs> the way that they portray, is that even right? That doesn't portray? sound right. The way they yeah. portray themselves is disturbing. Yeah, why does that sound weird? Because you're in the yeah, closet. Yeah, it just doesn't. I know, right? I am full, full, like literally in the closet, literally in the closet, (laughs) sitting in my closet. Yes, but yeah, the way that they portray themselves, I'm just like, eh, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm not into that no more. When I was younger, yeah, I know. I used to watch them when they first, when they first started back in the early 2000s. I used to like because I was like, oh, these girls like they have such a love for their family, which they still do, but. It was it was a, a shit show on a different level, and now it's a shit yeah. show on a whole different level that I yeah. don't enjoy, and I don't enjoy yeah. how they keep altering their face and their body. And I'm all for, you know, that kind of stuff if it makes you feel good, but they just seem frozen in time and not in a good way. Right. 
And then they how they keep denying it too. I'm like, mm, come on. That's my issue with it. It's like own it, like own it, and say why you did it. You want to feel better about yourself? Great, do it. But how does how did their does their waist keep getting smaller and their ass keeps getting bigger? Because <laughs> I don't have that issue over here. Mine's evenly distributed everywhere. Everything gets <laughs> bigger, the same. I don't have areas that simultaneously shrink as the other one grows so i don't buy that shit (laughs) no no it's not real no but anyways enough about them let's talk about about me (laughs) yes no jen i have a story for you but first let's talk about uh ways that our listeners can reach us yeah If you want to get at us, if you have any listener suggestions with our new true crime content, uh, email us at dependisfellaining at gmail.com or Facebook or Instagram or tweet us and give us some suggestions, uh, true crime related, uh, military true crime and military topics that you're interested in. Yeah. Yes. Dependent related, all that. Anything, you know, you know us. us. You know what we like. And rate us. Make sure you leave a rating. Yes. Rate, subscribe, and share with all your friends out there because you know that you just want to spread the love of Dependent Splaining because mm-hmm. uh, we're so fun. Duh. Yes, we are. Even from afar, we are fun. <laughs> yeah, we are. Right. We try our best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. We're trying the best that we can with what we're working with. Yes. Um, I apologize again as I do every single fucking episode because my kids <laughs> in the background. I could hear my son. Um, so my husband's down there with them, but he's not really. He's yeah. in recliner mode right now. He just got home a few hours ago. Actually, like an hour ago, really. He just got home from work, so he's like, I'm going to plop down on this recliner and drink my coffee. There you go. So that's what I he's know. doing. God bless him. Yeah. He's at least home and not stuck in a meeting. <laughs> mm, that's true. But um, he was telling me, he's like, I got, I have a TDY. And I was like, oh, I didn't think they were flying anybody back to the States because of this whole COVID thing. And he was like, it's a virtual TDY, so technically I'll be home. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and he goes, do you mind? I was like, no, I don't mind. I was like, why would I mind? Like, if you had to go, you had to go. And I think he meant it because we had plans. Like, we wanted to go do something, and now we're not going to be able to do anything other than stay home. And so that means he's going to be up for a lot of the night while he does his classes virtually since they're stateside. And so he's going to sleep in late. I'm like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters anymore. No. None of our opinions matter anymore because it all just gets shit on no matter what. Everything. Everything gets piping hot shit all over it all the time. Yeah. School? School. Shat on. School is supposed to start next week. And guess what? Shat on. It's not. Yep. Big fat pile of shit remote school can't wait so excited i feel like they've known this and they just wait till the last minute 
to tell you. Yeah, I had to go out and buy uniforms because my kids needed uniforms for school. And I ordered some from Old Navy, but they're obviously not going to get here in time. And then I had, so I had to go buy the shit ones that they have at the BX that mm-hmm. are outrageous. The The pricing on these things is, I'm just, I'm, I'm so angry now because right. I didn't have to buy these stupid uniform pieces then. And the supplies. Had they told us a week yeah the supplies are insane i mean i don't mind having the supplies you know if they're able to go back to in-person school you know give it a couple weeks maybe a month or so and see where we're at right i'm just mad at the uniform part now because i just i spent Mm -hmm. stupid amounts of money on one two three four five six eight just eight pieces. I wish for uniforms. They, I wish they would just let the kids attend school without the uniform because of this issue that they should say, well, because things are so uncertain and we don't know if they're going to start on time or if they're even going to return and then have to leave school again. Like, don't even worry about the uniforms. That's how when it, the school first shut down here in the UK, and then they were allowing the kids, some of the kids to go back. And my, my daughter was one of the lucky few. They said, don't worry about uniforms. Like, the uniforms probably don't fit anymore. It's fine. And actually, I bought uniforms the other day because they are all set to go. They're set to open the school back up um, in a couple of weeks as well here. And so I bought uniforms for my kids. And I was like, well, let me just see if my son's pants fit him. I know my daughter's like she has the dresses those will fit her she'll be fine but I did buy a few pieces but my son he couldn't even get his pants past his butt and I was like how did that happen like how did she grow mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. so yeah I wish yeah. they would do that they would just hold off on the uniforms maybe hold off on the supply list yeah but you know I know things are so at uncertain. least like warn warn somebody they could have at least like last week told us like hey you know, it is a strong possibility that we're going to go remote. We're just waiting to see if there's any changes mm-hmm. from, you know, from the superintendents and whatnot. No, no. They just kept going their merry long way thinking everything yeah. was fine. And that's what I'm just like, but That's so frustrating. Oh, well. Oh, well. I mean, they're going to school. It's just going to be kind of weird. And I, I don't even know what to expect because they're – I the school they're doing is so much different than what we did back in England, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna actually like be face, you know, face to screen, I guess you'd say, <laughs> yeah. with a teacher in class. So yeah, which is what I wish the UK schools would have done for us. Instead, we had a lot of disgruntled parents, myself being one of them, and then I would see all these posts on people's like. Oh, my my child had a Google meet with their teacher. So I was like, my child hasn't seen their teacher in months. Like, there's nothing. He, they just throw some paper at us and they're like, here, teach them this. It's like, great. Yeah. Can't wait to teach him about King Charles II and how he lost his yeah. head. Yeah, I, I already <laughs> forgot. I don't even know if that's what happened. Yeah, I see. I know. It was so weird. I mean, at least like once a week or something to have yes. like a meet where they could be all to their whole class together on a google meet see their teacher talk have fun and you know keep them encouraged in that kind of way so yeah that yeah. would have been nice 
they could have picked like one topic a week. Like this week we'll do phonics. Next week we're doing geography. Next week we'll doing we're doing math or whatever. That would have been good. Because then yeah. we can sit on it and we could learn <laughs> something. I. As a parent. I know I'm going to be learning. I'm pretty sure that um, my kids' math is going to be so much different here. I'm pretty sure they do Common mm-hmm. Core, and I'm mm-hmm. going to be really angry mm-hmm. for the next few weeks. So for the I next just, ten, listener, years. be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of listeners, let's have them listen to some good stories. Someone's upstairs, and I don't like it. Don't yeah. like it when my family follows me upstairs like they depend on me. God. <laughs> yes, they depend on you just like we depend on them. We depend on Tricare. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't marry I didn't marry you for love. I married you for your Tricare. I didn't yeah, even know that. about Tricare, so I was like, "We get insurance? Oh my god, what? This is amazing." I know. Finally. Awesome. <laughs> um, okay, Jen, I have a story for you. It's crazy. It's gruesome. It's, uh, I will warn you of the trigger warnings or of the, the bad part before it actually happens. Okay. Uh, trigger warning, there is uh, sexual assault. So if you guys don't wish to listen to that, it's just a brief description of it. Uh, but I will warn you when to stop listening um, I, first of all, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to tell you this story. <laughs> um, I got most of my information on Wikipedia and Murderpedia as well. I just Googled dates and stuff that I needed. Okay. You ready? I'm so ready. Okay. I have for you the murder of Lance Corporal Suzanne Marie Collins. This is... Something that I came across and I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be a neat story to tell. So on the evening of July 11th, 1985, two Marines while out on a jog near Millington, Millington Naval Base, Tennessee, heard a scream. Actually, they were on the base. I'm sorry. They were on the base, Millington Naval Base, Tennessee. They heard a scream. They ran towards the scream and arrived to see a car drive away from that area. So the the two Marines alarmed. They um, decided to report this to base security. They provided the base security with the description of the vehicle that they had seen driving away. And actually, the base security or the gate guard said, we just saw a vehicle with that description leaving the base, and there's a woman inside it, and it looked like he was holding her down. This is what... I read so I I hope that that's not true and that they didn't react to it like what were you doing but then again it's they, like, ju- well, they just let somebody leave when they think that yeah she was being detained by another person I like guess so yeah oh, but they man. did say they had seen the car leave the base um so so the the two marines they went on a tour of the base with the officers to see if they could find the car just in case there was like a car on the base with that. They didn't. They were unsuccessful and they returned to their barracks. But soon they were called back. They were able to identify the car they had seen leave the area where it was believed they heard the, they, that they, 
that they had heard the scream. The security office had located the car from the description of the two Marines, which was a dark green station wagon with wood paneling and Kentucky plates. I can Woodchuck. smell I can smell the eighties all over it. I can hear <laughs> I can hear the music from the eight track cassette player. In the dash. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, the car belonged to one Sedley Alley. Okay. So they they were able to find the car, like I said, because of the description that these guys provided. And so it belonged to this guy, Sedley Alley. Now, Sedley Alley was born August 16th, 1955. He worked as an air conditioning repairman and was a known alcoholic and a substance abuser. So he used like LSD, PCP, and methamphetamine. He is described as not having many friends, having anger management issues, and he threatened uh, acquaintances and he beat his first and second wife. His second wife... Lynn was actually serving in the Navy, so they lived on base because she was Ah. serving. So he was a dependa just like you and me. I was wondering how he got in there. I was like, man, this guy seems like a real piece of shit, yet how is he getting on in base? Like, Well, and then back in the day, Gen 2, there wasn't as much heightened security as there is now, right? Because of 9-11, a lot of these bases that didn't even have fencing around put up fences right away. So... Keep that in mind. Um, where was I? Okay. Uh, Allie and his wife were brought in for questioning. So where they they made a statement for their as to their accounting for their whereabouts, and um, so they left. They let them go. He had an alibi, and after all, they had nothing to accuse Allie of. There was nothing, so they really they were just you know they released them. They were like, well. We can't arrest you on suspicion of we heard a scream. <laughs> and they think it was you caused it. And it's like, what? who was screaming? What you caused? You know, for all they know, he could have been doing something with his wife. And she screamed in delight. <laughs> so yeah. anyways. Yeah. They, return, oop, they returned back to their base house. But the two Marines, God bless their souls, they were not satisfied with this. They went back, which I, I picture them having like the high and tight haircut, right? Because they're Marines and it's back in the 80s. They're very mm-hmm. muscly and they're walking around in those tiny shorts that we've discussed before. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I picture them. Um, so there were the ones who witnessed the car leaving the area. They returned to the security office insisting that it was in fact Allie's car. They were sure of this because of the distinct muffler sound the car made. So he was able to say, like, well, no, that's the sound that we heard, and his car makes the same sound, and what it can't be a big fucking coincidence that this ugly-ass station wagon with Kentucky plates is, you know, driving around. So, again... The security personnel couldn't do anything because there was no evidence of a crime. No one had been reported missing. But on the morning of July 12th, so the following day, the body of Suzanne Marie Collins was discovered in Orgill Park by sheriff's de- uh, deputies after her roommate had reported her missing. So she was actually due to graduate from aviation school that day. And so her roommate reported her missing and 
they had found her. I don't know how her being missing led them to Oregill Park where her body was found. But anyways, um, Ali was immediately arrested by military police. He gave a statement to the police where he admitted to having killed Collins. So Suzanne Collins was a petite, athletic 19-year-old woman, was born uh, June 8, 1966, to Jack and Trudy Collins. She graduated from Robert E. Lee High School in Springfield, Virginia. She, like, played softball on her high school team. She was um, very friendly, uh, very outgoing. She wanted to be the first female Marine fighter pilot and aspired to attend the Naval Academy. So she attended boot camp in Paris Island in South Carolina and graduated August 1984. She was described by her friends, like I said, being friendly, always willing to lend a helping hand. Uh, when it came to her military career, she fucking excelled. She did amazing. It was it was her dream, right? So she wanted to do her best to be able to further her career in what she wanted to do. Um, so on the evening of July 11th, Lance Corporal Collins decided to go out for a job. It sounded like she was in her PT gear from the description, like she was wearing like a red marine shirt and like her matching bottoms or whatever. So she was yeah. in her PT gear, sounds like. Jogging, so she just wanted to go jogging after a long day of work when she was abducted. Her body was discovered, like I said, in Orgill Park, which is off base. Her skull had been fractured and was sexually assaulted. So I'm going to go ahead and warn you guys, if you don't want to listen, just maybe skip ahead the next 20 seconds or so, because uh, I will give you a description of what happened, and it's not pretty. So she was sexually assaulted with a tree limb. Oh my yeah. With such force that it penetrated her abdomen and lacerated one of her lungs. <sighs> yeah. It's pretty gruesome. That's uh, fucking horrible. Who in their right mind? He's not in his right mind, obviously. Not in his Why? right mind. Why? Yeah. What in the fuck? Yes. Ugh. So, she... I'm really sorry about the airplanes. I'm flying by. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, she died of blunt force trauma to the head and internal hemorrhaging, of course. Upon Allie's arrest and his confession, he claimed that his wife, Lynn, had attended a Tupperware party. <laughs> ah. Because, you know, she wanted more of the cornflower print. <laughs> hey, why not? That shit is awesome. <laughs> Those coffee-colored containers with, like, the little corrugated lids. Yeah, like the ridges. Yeah, yeah. And the little yeah. cornflower print on the side. Can you smell yeah. it? I can yeah. see him smelling those 80s. The vintage. Yeah. My mom used to put jalapenos in there. Like pickled oh. ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. forever and like the like green. Vinegar. All the green and yellows. Yeah. Yeah. And then the oh, mustard. Yeah. That mustard yeah. color. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> oh, it looks like breastfed baby poop. It, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That beautiful yeah. yellow color that comes out. Mm. So she wanted to add to her collection of Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> so this had angered Ali. According to his statement, he drank two six-packs of beer and a bottle of wine. So he was angry, drunk, and depressed and considered taking his own, own life. 
Wait, wait, wait. About the, he's about angry. The yeah, I was, he's angry because she went to a Tupperware party? I guess. I don't know. He was just, I mean, he's not right in what? the head, but yeah, he, he was angry. Because he didn't get invited, maybe? I guess he was just wasn't happy where his life was going, and now his wife's going out and spending money on Tupperware. Which she could be spending money on worse things, I guess. Yeah. At least she's trying to provide him with a fresh lunch the next day. Why is he so angry? He got TRICARE. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Happy people have TRICARE. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. Happy people don't kill their spouses. Don't kill. Exactly. (laughs) Happy people have TRICARE. So what is your deal? Yeah. Uh, No, wait. So then he informs authorities that he himself decided to go for a late night run. And actually, when the authorities walked in to his house to arrest him, he was washing a pair of of shorts, of jean, like denim shorts. And those were apparently the ones he was wearing. And I was like, cool. Yeah, we, we, first of all, you're wearing denim shorts. You should be smacked across the face with the box of Tupperware your wife's bringing home. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Who, who wears jean shorts? And who jogs in jean shorts? You can't come jog on. in jean shorts. Like you come, can't you do can't. anything in jean shorts. No. Yeah. Anyways. Hmm. That's so, a little suspicious. Yeah. So he says that on his run, he passed a woman who was also jogging. Um, they stopped and briefly had a conversation. There's no noting of what he said during the conversation but they were both running and they turned around and they started running in the direction of Allie's car and when they got to his car she kept running and he got into his car and started to drive away so of course being drunk and shit he was all over the road which I wonder how he was jogging being drunk who jogs when they're drunk I mean I mean I I I do just like out of fun you know like if you're walking outside with your yeah. friends like walking back to your house and you just decide to like run Sprint for and take off a second you know like a minute <laughs> i don't yeah i don't think that's what he was doing i think he wanted to go jogging but anyways mm. um so he got in his car and like i said he was probably all over the road and he hit her he hit something no evidence of this whatsoever, by the way. We'll come back to that. So he he, Okay, so wait, he's he's claiming that he hit her? Is that what he, he said? He hit her. Yeah, he says okay. he hit her. Um, Allie claims to have jumped out of the car, grabs the woman, and helps her into the car to drive her to the nearest hospital, like the good Samaritan he is, even though he was still drunk. Instead of, you know, calling for help, obviously back then there was no cell phones, but I imagine that being a park, there was might have been somebody nearby, but now he put her in, in the car and drove off. Once in the car, I guess he says that Collins insulted him, rightfully so, and threatened to turn mm-hmm. him in for drunk, reckless driving, rightfully so. So Allie tried to calm her down, but she wouldn't listen to his request. <laughs> Calm down has never made anybody calm down. <laughs> calm down is probably me. the the worst phrase you could use to tell anyone to, to calm, calm down. down. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work. It doesn't help. Like, no. Exactly. 
So at some point uh, during all of this, he had exited the base, which is probably what the security guard said when he saw her, when he saw the car leaving and he's like holding her down, trying to calm her down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then he, so he probably drove to the, to Oregon Park and he exited the vehicle Frightened that he would get in trouble and frustrated with Collins because she wouldn't calm down, he started hitting her with a screwdriver. He uh, claimed that he... What? (laughs) Yeah. So he claims that he was stabbing her with the screwdriver to calm her down. I don't know how, what he thought the outcome of that was going to be. Yeah, let me just stab this sharp metal thing into you to make you calm down yeah you'll definitely shut up then what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's what he thought that was his logic oh, so he claimed he did not sexually assault or rape her but once he realized what he had done he killed her with the screwdriver he thought it mm. was best to make it look like she was raped hence the tree limb so um i don't again i don't know what his logic was he's like oh i killed her let me just make it look like rape it's like, yeah i killed yeah. her yeah. it always makes sense yeah you know obviously yeah he's not in his right mind because he's already admitted that he's very drunk so yeah he's not thinking right but yeah. honestly i don't think this guy ever thinks right but no he who knows he was probably on drugs too yeah so, yeah, I don't know what the logic behind any of that was. But he had removed her clothes, too. So why why go through all that trouble when he she's already gone, you know? When he already committed the crime. Why do what he did afterwards? Removed her clothes and sexually assaulted her. Whether it was with the foreign object or his own fucking dick. But still did it nonetheless right so yeah what's the point like why why do you need to go that extra step is he he really thinks that's gonna cover his tracks like really Mm -hmm. yeah so and then he fled he just left he just left her i think he was like oh you know i covered up my tracks by you know sexually assaulting her no you didn't no you didn't um, so like I said, she, he, that's what he claimed and hit her with the car. But later the medical examiner said there was no evidence of him hitting her with the car that she had, uh, skull fractures, but it didn't look like they were from the pointed end of the screwdriver. So he mm-hmm. beat her somehow, but not with the screwdriver that he claims she did have strangulation marks on her neck so she had bruises on her neck she had bruises all over her body none of them consistent with being hit by a car but they were consistent with strangulation and being held down so Mm. his claims of him hitting her with a car are probably not correct or not truthful it's a lot whole lot of bullshit is what i'm thinking yeah but he ali he did identify the screwdriver used to murder collins uh, he took authorities to the spot where she was abducted and the spot, the spot where she was murdered and even the tree where the tree limb was torn off. Blood wow. matching the DNA of Collins was found outside of Ellie's car um, as well as hair on the outside and the inside of her car that were her hair. That was her hair. 
So, um, I mean, obviously, if you're attacking somebody outside of the car, it's going to probably splatter onto the car. So, I don't know if it was consistent with him possibly hitting her, but like I said, the medical examiner said that there was no sign of her being hit by a car. Hmm. Um, So, then this motherfucker claimed amnesia and mental disorders, claiming he was insane at the time of the murder. I agree. You were insane. Yeah. Yes. But it's not a reason. All the shit that you did, of course. Yeah, it's not a reason to kill somebody. Come on. No. Uh, He even spent some time, like several months, in a mental institution in hopes that he would be too incompetent to stand trial and so that it would plead his case. But the, and even the doctor treating him, like, he backed up the story that he likely suffered from multiple personality disorder. This is what the doctor was saying, which no one can testify to that. Like, none of his family or his friends or anybody that had been around him, nobody could testify. Not even his own wives, like his, his previous wife or, or his current one. Um, yeah, so. But during the trial... There was letters found that he wrote to his wife during his time in jail where he told his wife about him faking a mental disorder in his favor as an insanity insanity defense. So this was planned all along that he was going to do that and he wanted to claim insanity and I don't know how he got this doctor to back him up. He must have been a really good actor. Yeah. Wow. Insane. That's, that's horrible. He just keeps getting dumber and dumber. Like, really? I know. Now you're going to yeah. write to your wife and tell her the actual truth? Like, come on. You don't think that's going to get read? Mm-hmm. You're already mm-hmm. in prison. I know. That's it, but that's his logic. You see, that was his logic. Like, I'm just going to, like, same thing with the, the sexually assaulting her to make it look like a rape. It's like, well, you did. You yeah. did rape her. Yeah. You did sexual assault, so you didn't make it look like it. You did. You actually did it. So, yeah. Anyways. Wow. Yeah. So he was um, on March eighteenth, nineteen eighty seven. Sedley Alley was convicted of murder in the first degree and sentenced to death. He Good. Was also, yeah, he was also convicted of aggravated kidnapping and aggravated rape, and earned himself another uh, forty consecutive years on top of his death penalty so Hmm. yeah he actually exhausted all his appeals during this process and it took a really long ass time but finally ali was put to death by lethal injection in the early hours of june 28 2006 at river bend maximum security institution in nashville tennessee so he was on death row for longer than this beautiful Lance Corporal was alive. That's so sad. Susan Marie Collins was 19 at the time of her death. She was due to graduate aviation school the day she was found in Oregon Park. Her parents, Trudy and Jack, helped establish the Susan Marie Collins Perpetual Scholarship for the Children of Foreign Service Personnel, and she is buried at Arlington National Cemetery. Yeah. Awful. Wow. That so, yeah, he is was heavy. Yeah, so he died, like I said, lethal, a lethal injection. Want to hear his last meal? Oh, God, yes. I'm always interested in, in uh, death, um, death row inmates, like, their last meal. 
just like how bizarre they could be because I've heard of some really stupid ones. But this one, I was like, okay, well, he's a 13-year-old boy. Um, his last meal was pizza pockets, frosted oatmeal cookies, and ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. And pizza like, pockets. You know, pizza yeah. pockets. I mean, pizza pockets are fucking good. Oatmeal, yes, they oatmeal are, but cookies. for your last meal? Yeah. What? Fro- frosted oatmeal cookie. Pretty good. Gross. They're Gross. good. Oatmeal. Oh, son, Come on. My Go son, for the chocolate chip. <laughs> my son loves uh, oatmeal raisin. I just <gasps> discovered this the other day. Weird. Really? No. Yeah. He loves oatmeal them. Raisin. Well, yeah. somebody's got to like them. Your mom will be happy. I like them. Yeah. I think they're good. She can put raisins in everything for him now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, that's, I know. My mom puts raisins in fucking everything. Um, yeah, and ice cream, which I mean, ice cream's ice cream. Everybody loves ice cream. Hey, I, I mean, sure about the ice cream, but like, go for like a full-fledged like meal. They don't say yeah. that you have to eat the entire thing. Get like a fucking lobster and a giant steak and a potato. Yeah and yeah. and a roll and a salad you know yeah. just go all out why not i think my last meal would be an in and out burger mm. uh animal style double double animal style and a, a some some salmon sushi mm. yeah and a chocolate shake from oh. or not a shake sorry a frosty a chocolate frosty from wendy's and then a pepsi to wash it down because <laughs> why not i too i too am a teenager <laughs> you know i know your meal is way better than what he had like that is so like basic grocery store stuff yeah. like go out and go somewhere that has something unique at least in and out has unique burgers to eat yeah I'll just have a salad as my last meal. Yeah. Just give me a salad. No, dry- no dressing. No dressing. Just <laughs> lightly squeeze a lemon on top of it. No, that's not <laughs> needed. Yeah. Also, make sure it's just uh, arugula and kale. You know, the most bitter shit you can find. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah. Rocket. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. And then some water. Just tap water. <laughs> just tap yeah, water. Make sure it's like lukewarm. You know, I, yeah. I like it a little, little, yeah, a little warm. Yeah, just a little warm. Just you know, like somebody's backwash. <laughs> <laughs> and an unwashed cup, please. We like that. What about for dessert? Uh, just like an old ice cream sandwich that's been sitting out in the sun for a few hours. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's fine if it's melted. No big deal. I, I, it's fine. Ice cream sandwiches don't melt. Yes, they do. Have you do. noticed that? They don't, they do. Jen. They're like Mine a marshmallow. No, well, back then, yeah, but like the shit you get it from like Walmart now, like the Walmart brands, though, they do not melt. No? They No, they're like, they melt a little bit, like they secrete something for sure, but it's mo- it's like a marshmallow on them in the middle. It doesn't taste good, by the way. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've had anything from Walmart, so. Yeah. I left my Where? dignity there, too. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. At least to work there. 
Anyways, that was my story of this uh, very young, beautiful woman whose life was cut way too short by this monster. And uh, yeah, it was a senseless act. Yeah, completely. That's so heartless. I it was heavy. It was heavy, I'm sorry. but but good. No, it was it was still good. Um, yeah, that's so unfortunate. And he is a piece of shit. God. Yeah. Was all around. Nice. Man, he just kept getting worse and worse. <laughs> I know. I know. It just like stop lying. Why? Why are you doing this? Why did you do this? Why did you lie about doing this? I know. It's a disgusting. Sick individual. Damn. If she never went for that Tupperware party, things could have been different. Probably not because he, he's just a psychopath. He could have hurt her too, so. It's true, I yeah. Mean, I mean, he was beating her, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Yeah. So. Terrible. What do you got for us today? Oh, I just got a little bit of stuff to chat about. Um, okay. I'm here for them. Topic-wise is the ever-famous uh, dependent ID card and the military okay. ID card. Super fun, fascinating things. It's like, I just I remember the first time I got my first ID card, I was like, oh, my God, look at this thing. It's amazing and holds so much power and... <laughs> Wow, look at what I can do now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, um, yeah, now it's like, well, I'm like, well, fuck, where did I put my ID card? God damn it, I need it so I can get on base. This Uh, this dang thing. Every single time. I shove it in my bra, I shove it in my pocket, I fell out of my wallet, I left it at the BX, all sorts of shit. I accidentally drunkenly dropped it somewhere but then i did it and it was actually in my purse in the pocket that i never use (laughs) true story and you have the commander's wife helping you look for it because she was out partying with you (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's this thing that hold well seems to hold a lot of power over Mm -hmm. you and now it's just an added stress that you have to have all the time because yeah don't forget that if you leave base, because you ain't getting back on. Nope. <laughs> so, just a little background information on those. My, I got my sources straight from cac.mil, thalesgroup.com, militaryonesource, and military.com. Super fun. So, the CAC yeah. card, which is what all your wonderful military members have is called the common access card your cack um, yeah cack let me see cack please whip out your cack <laughs> yeah yeah insert your cack right here <laughs> yeah. so inappropriate veronica <laughs> your cack's um, different than my cack <laughs> I can't Sorry. get my cack to work. <laughs> my cack. Anyway, <laughs> my cack's expired. <laughs> uh, I'm done. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Bye. Oh. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, your your cack. <laughs> 
cat card is for <laughs> active duty uniform service personnel, selected reserve, DOD civilian employees, and eligible contractor personnel. So these are the lovely identification cards that all eligible DOD employees get. It typically has their picture on it, um, their information, their rank, uh, pay grade. Uh, it has a chip on there because that's what they use in order to, you know, log into all systems. Um, yeah, it's got all kinds of good stuff on there. Yeah, I always thought they looked so fancy. I was like, "Wow, you have like a you got a chip on your card? You can plug that into a computer? What?" And now, like all credit cards have it, it's no big deal. I know, right? It's not fancy <laughs> anymore. Sorry, guys. It's, it's not, yeah, you're not that. It's not that great anymore. It's not that great. Mm-hmm. Um. So, in order to get one of these cards, obviously, you have to be an employee in some form. And you will go down to, you have to be um, enrolled in DEERS, which is the DOD Defense Enrollment Eligibility Reporting Systems. Um, Mm -hmm. It basically just whole, you get all of your information inputted. They, I don't think I've ever seen, I've never been around Dave when he gets a card, so I don't even know how theirs works, because ours is really just boring <laughs> to get um yeah theirs is i, um, I don't know those is cooler because they have a whole chip and everything in it yeah i had one so i had one when i worked at the dental clinic and it was like i had oh, i had to jump through a few hoops to get it yeah i had to get like a like a clearance and like fingerprinted and mm-hmm. yeah and then you have to go like you would go get your dependent card you have to go get your picture taken and then they they just hand it to you right then and there and yeah you can get in a lot of trouble if you lose that yes we we were like constantly briefed not to leave the room if our cat card was inserted into the computer so and that's how it is i'm sure at every installation but yeah like yeah we could not leave the room even if i like if like the dentist was in the office or in the room and i had to go somewhere like i had to switch out cards like, he would have yeah. to put his in there to pull up whatever he needed. Um, so, yeah, you have to be really careful with those because you can yes. access a lot of information. Yes. Yes, you can. There's a lot. Uh, it's pretty much like your whole, you know, everything Everything personal is on that mm-hmm. card. And it they're giving a special pin in order to use the card when it's um, plugged into any of the systems, too. But still... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you just never know. You have to be extremely careful with especially that type of information. So along with the ID cards, um, as some of you may know, if you've been around uh, longer than or earlier than 2011, there we used to have uh, Social Security numbers mm-hmm. on the cards. Craziness, right? But I don't think I would have memorized my husband's <laughs> Social Security number. I don't even know my own. I know I know Kyle's before I know my own. <laughs> right? I know. I'm like, I have yeah. to, I mean, I had to use it all the time. And so mm-hmm. that was one way I found it. But as of June 2011, uh, your social security, their social security number was now replaced by the DOD identification number. 
So that's obviously what you use now when you call to make any kinds of appointments. I think that's what they mm-hmm. typically have asked me too. Oh, what's mm-hmm. your DOD ID number? Yeah. So much better and uh, safe because now you know, just don't have their social security number on a card that could just get lost anywhere. And it could get dangerous if mm-hmm. your significant other knows your social and then something happens and they continue to know your social. <laughs> so, I, yeah, no, it's true. I had um, my one of the dentists I work for, bring it back to the dental clinic, um, he was, he is in the army and his spouse knew his social because she had to memorize it. And then they got divorced and it wasn't pretty and she did a lot of stuff with his social. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 That's horrible, guys. I don't care how angry you are. It's (laughs) not cool to go and ruin somebody's credit and whatnot. No, it's not. It's really shitty, actually. It really is. That's pretty low. That's pretty low. Pretty low down there to do. Yikes. Yeah. Like, destroy something they love, (laughs) not their life. (laughs) Their Xbox, their PS4 or something. The guitar. That signed football jersey by, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know any football players. I don't know. Baseball or whatever. But yeah, yeah, do that instead. (laughs) Don't ruin their lives. Exactly. Exactly. I know. Yeah. Don't go there, guys. (laughs) That's the cat card, which if you do tend to get, if you get a GS job, I don't know if it's all GS jobs, but possibly mm-hmm. you'll get a cat card. Yeah, because you need to do computer-based training all the time okay. when you're a GS employee. And so you need access to it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So anytime you um, get in and get a GS job, there you go. You get another mm-hmm. ID. Congratulations. <laughs> now you have more responsibilities. Yes, even more. <laughs> just, just more stress added. It's fine. You'll be fine, right? It's fine. Everybody's okay. They're fine. I'll be okay. <laughs> so, now if you're in the category of not having a GS job and you are the dependent, as you probably know, you get a military dependent ID card. It is mm-hmm. called the Uniform Service ID card, and it's issued to military family members, including spouses and dependent children over 10 years old. <gasps> yeah, yeah, which is going to be mine. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh, Jen. That's why I Ew. gasped. Like, <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Your baby girl. Think about that. Um <laughs> Okay. Um, retirees and former service members, members of the individual ready reserves and inactive inactive National Guard, they all get a specific um their own unified uniform service ID card. Right. Um what I know I know like the retired one, I think it's like a blue color. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, there's is different. I think each one like ours is that really fascinating brown. beautiful brown color, sepia it's, color. Yeah, it's super yeah. awesome. Just You would great. think that the they they would provide you with a better picture, but it's like 
sit down so we can take a picture. As soon as you sit down, it's like, click. I was like, are you going to take the picture? They're like, we took it like 10 minutes ago. We took it while yeah. you were in the parking lot. Yeah, you exactly. look at your worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you go, yeah, to go get your ID, you have to make an appointment. Your service member has to be with you or they have to spell, fill out a specific form in order for you to go do this on your own. Mm-hmm. You get to sit down in this lovely chair they have this little tiny camera that faces you and they say hey look in this direction and you get all ready and then they take your picture and you go to look at it and you're like wow why does my head look so tiny and my shoulders look like a linebacker great sure (laughs) keep it fine whatever it's my face is really dark anyway (laughs) and fuck lighting who cares lighting what who cares yeah the shadow makes you look like you have jowls hanging down to your knees yeah yeah there was so much shadow on my face right now it's unreal i'm like where is this light why why is this happening i had them print one mine out like the second one i ever had and i had a defect going right across my lip and my nose i looked like i was making elvis lip and i told her I was like, look, is this going to be a problem? She's like, yeah, it's just, it's our printer. It's not good. We can't do anything about it. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is, this can't fly. Like this won't fly. And it did. It was fine. I had it for four years. I had it for mm-hmm. four years and nobody said anything. It was a horrible crease going across my face, right through my lip and my nose for the longest yeah. time. I'm like, all right. Yeah. And they let me on base like that. Whatever. Most of the time, they don't even care. I don't even know if the gate guards even look at the picture. I think they no, just kind of, like, glance. No, they just glance at it, and it's like, hey, whatever, okay, you're you're not flagged when I scan your card, so everything's good. Because mm-hmm. if you looked at my picture and you look at me, you know, we don't look the same. It's like two different people. No. I know. Yeah, same here, same here. Who is this and person? And mine's, uh... Mine's due to expire in October, I think, and Kyle has put on rank since then. And I'm like, he's like, mm-hmm. oh, you should really go get that update. And I'm like, why? I'm not the one wearing the rank. I don't care. It's yeah. Fine. You, I it's mean, fine. once it's expired, you'll be able to get it'll it'll be updated on there because I just recently got mine yeah. um, done, which is the thing on your ID card. Make sure you know when the expiration date is because that is very important. And you will not get mm-hmm. on base if your card is expired. Sometimes the gate guards will tell you, like, hey, your due to, yours is going to expire in 30 days. Yes. Yeah, Some of them are very that. helpful. Yeah. That yeah. is nice. Yeah. Just just know that if you've not been warned, just keep an eye on that because you it could sneak up on you and, um, <laughs> yeah, things it could not be good. <laughs> not good. You'll um, be fine. I mean, you just don't have access to some stuff, but you'll be fine. You can. Yeah. It's not like you'll go to jail or anything. No, I no, no, no. Expire before. <laughs> no, you're not gonna. It's it's not a punishable thing. It's just that you will not have access anymore, and you will have to get signed on to base from your sponsor. So, just keep an eye on your expiration date. So that expiration date is typically um, their their date of separation every whatever it is, every, whatever they always sign on for, whether it's the four years or whether it's the six years, um, that's usually what they're going off of for an expiration date on your ID card. Um, what else? Your lovely ID card gets you into the commissary. The BX. Yay! Yay! It gets you on base. It gets you Yay! into... What was another one I was looking at? 
Willy it Wonka's says specifically on there, it says, yeah, the MWR, which is something, 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 military. Yeah. <laughs> MWR. I can Google it real quick. Yeah, it is. It is something I've actually never heard of it before until we got to where we are now. They use one of those out here. I think. MWR is morale, welfare, and recreation. There you go. That that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. It's a network of support and leisure services designed mm. for use by U.S. service members. Okay. Active, there you go. reserve, and guard, and their families. There you go. So you can use the MWR. You're granted. So, yeah, that's the most exciting part. Uh, an ID card. And yeah, you're now, you are now officially a Dependa. You have your ID card. You can get on base. You can do all the things. And guess what? You can go shopping in regular stores off the base. Yeah. You flash that fancy card and you might even get a military discount. (laughs) That's right. You never know unless you ask very kindly and say please and thank you. And if they don't offer it, you're like, all right, no big deal. Move along. Yes. Don't throw a fit, Karen. Do not throw it in their face that they don't offer a military discount because not everyone has to. There's, There's absolutely no need for them to do it. It's just a kind gesture. But I will tell you that Old Navy does it, and it's great. Old Navy, Converse, and I've gotten a discount on Converse. I got a really good discount on Converse, actually. With I want to say I got like 20% off. Ooh, that's Converse. nice. Yeah. It was like the outlet mall in Ooh. my little hometown in California. That's even better. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, so you can go get some shops done you can even sometimes some restaurants will um have a military discount you just you just have to ask and Mm -hmm. um kindly kindly and respectfully (laughs) yes yeah yeah it's okay it's okay if they don't give you one don't just it's gonna be okay you're not gonna lose lose a limb it's fine (laughs) yeah it's not like they're gonna overcharge you because you asked and they won't give it to you it's fine Oh, exactly. Do we want to save a couple bucks? Sure. But you know what? It's not the end of the world if we can't. It's going to be okay. Yeah. You know what is the end of the world? When you can't get ingredients at the commissary. That's the end of the world. But even Mm -hmm. then, I'm still like, it's okay, Veronica. It's okay. You can grow your own tomatillos. It's okay. Yeah. I'm proud of you. You patting yourself on the back and saying, encouraging Mm -hmm. yourself that it's Mm -hmm. okay. Like, I tell myself every week I go to the commissary and I say, it's okay to spend $5 a pound on regular tomatoes. It'll be fine. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It'll be okay. Yeah. It'll be fine. See, that's one of the unfortunate things about living overseas. You want your, you want to make certain things that require certain ingredients that can only be found in the States sometimes. Mm-hmm. and you are having to pay the price for them because they have to ship them from the states but like tomatoes like vegetation produce not vegetation produce sorry produce that you can grow it's like why are you selling it so expensive 
Yeah, I had a, a, a friend, I think I told you, I think I might have talked about this already, but my friend who lives on Okinawa posted four mushrooms for like $7. $7, people, for four mushrooms. And not the good, huge portobello ones. It was, it was just like dinky ones that grow on a log in the forest somewhere. <laughs> just your basic, everyday crap mushroom. household mushrooms. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. special. They don't even make you trip balls. On <laughs> not that I yeah, would know. What kind of fancy mushrooms am I going to be getting at $7? Yeah. You can get better ones in Amsterdam. They make me feel good. (laughs) For real. I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know people. Okay, calm down. Yeah, it's just yeah, we pay the price. There we are. I am grateful to be able to have the benefit of using the commissary and having uh stuff, you know, right there. Mm -hmm. Able to get it and everything and convenience, whatnot too, but yes, it sucks for the Uh price that we have to pay for that. Also, I have to complain about the BX. <laughs> the other mm-hmm. day I was in there, I was like, my daughter needs some summer shirts, right? I was like, I, I'm going to run into the BX and grab her some shirts. And I went to the the 10 15 and 20 spot. There was mm. nothing under $10 for one shirt. One shirt, people, $20, $22. And it's like, who? why am I going to pay this much money for this little piece of fabric for my little five-year-old daughter like this is insane so then i went to the grocery the local grocery store here in the uk and i got three shirts for seven pounds which is not quite ten dollars three shirts three shirts for ten dollars mm-hmm. i was like that's that's a better deal and i was like why and and then all the stuff they sell there like coach purses and michael kors and you know all the name brand shoes i understand that we're getting them at a discounted price but also have different options for those that refuse to pay you know three hundred dollars for a purse i'm sorry that's just plain stupid i would i can't i can't justify that um i need just a 15 dollar purse to get me by that's all i need and i can't find that Give me a pair of $10 slip-on sandals that, yeah. you know, are comfortable. That's all I really need. I don't really care about a mm-hmm. Michael Kors flat with the giant buckle on the toes and whatnot. No. I, don't, I don't care. I just want a okay. simple shoe that's not yeah. $45. I recognize cute shoes and nice shoes. I don't recognize name brands. Like, I don't care. Like, your name brand doesn't make your clothes or shoes or bags or whatever any better looking Mm-mm. i did buy a perfume a jimmy choo perfume it was on sale i think i paid like 40 something dollars for it it's like it smells so good and i've been wanting it for years and i just had kept my eye on it. i was like i can't pay that much money for perfume like i just can't and then it went on sale i was like oh my gosh it's like 40 dollars. so i got a little bottle of it it smells so good and of course i'm super stingy with my perfume like i don't wear it all the time i'll wear it for like a special occasion like a little teeny tiny spritz be -hmm. like this should cover up all the dirt smell on my body (laughs) one little spritz you're good to go no worries it's good to go yeah i know i'm wearing it i know i smell good yeah exactly that's all that matters Yeah. (laughs) yeah that's all that matters that was my complaint about the bx prices oh i'm right there with you yeah, but they do have stuff. 
Like if you are looking for the name brand stuff, I do have to say they're better priced than outside. Yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. You are getting a better deal um, mm-hmm. on those things, the purses and the wallets and all that too, for sure. Yeah. But... And they do price match. So if you find it, if you find it like on Amazon or something, they'll price match it for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. Always finding a deal. Well, that was great. Veronica, thank you so much for your true crime story today. Thank you, Jen, for providing us with all that info on the difference between a cat card and a regular old dependent card. Wonderful. Official. You're officially a dependent card. (laughs) You're official. Welcome to the dark side. Yeah. Welcome Welcome to to our cult. I should say. Yes, it's a cult. (laughs) We live in a compound. With other people who follow the same beliefs as we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of do. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, exactly. We're here. It's, it's our cult. cult. We can't wait to have you and join us in this crazy journey. This crazy journey that we all call life. And it's the dependent lifestyle. We are here to help you, guide you through, have you make the best choices possible. <laughs> We'll get We're you here. This. Thank you guys for getting us through this. Yes. Uh, we can be more grateful for the great feedback, any of your sharing that you do, um, suggestions. We want to hear them. So get at us at dependusbelaining at gmail.com. Facebook us. Um, slide into our DMs on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> see what i did there yeah jen you're so I'm cool old. when you talk like a teenager <laughs> i'm too old for this shit oh my god for real though get at us find us rate us subscribe find us on the milso muster app where they're Yay. we're updated every week just like we are updated on our podcast every week we're there get us yes jen does a great job updating our social media account i don't know how to navigate anything so she does a really good job with all of that um so yeah interact with us let us know how we're doing rate us rate us go right now and give us five stars leave us a nice comment or if you don't like us tell us why you don't like us and we just won't care (laughs) we're just gonna keep scrolling through life no but seriously like we love reading your comments and your positive ones or negative ones it's fine we'll read them And uh, we'll give you a shout out on the podcast if you want and share with your other fellow dependas, male or female, or however they wish to identify. But share, share us. We like sharing ourselves with you. (laughs) We do. We like to share ourselves with you every week. It is our enjoyment. Once again, thank you guys for listening. If you want to reach out again. I'm going to beat it into your brain. Dependusplaining at gmail.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as always, we are here for you. Thank you guys for being there for us. And remember that wherever you go, there you are. Bye. See you later.